0: Welcome to the best smelling, best tasting podcast, Bear the Poke. You know who I am, I'm the guy with all the flavour, and I'm spreading those juicy flavours with you. What a show I have today, uh, or tonight, or this morning, or this afternoon, I know it just depends on when you're listening, I suppose, right? So today, it's an interview with someone who has uh, an incredible story to share with all of you. I'm so happy that I reached out to this person. She has such a refreshing outlook on life, despite some setbacks she's had. She's a lady with a big, big smile and a big heart. Ladies and gentlemen... I give you Milu Joseph. And here we are. It's Bear the Poke podcast. Welcome, everyone. And here we are. Today, we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, I'm really happy to be doing this uh, today. Her name is Milu Joseph. Milo, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, thank you so much i 'm glad to be here.
0: Thank you now Milo uh, you and i uh, we met you know in a in a strange sort of way, I guess, but in in <laughs> two thousand and twenty it 's becoming fairly normal for people to communicate this way so i um, you know am a, on a Facebook group called the walk away campaign it's a it 's a group of people who um, tell us their stories about uh, being I guess a Republican or a Trump supporter and they may have once not been that they may have been following the Democrats or not following American politics. Um, yeah. You posted on there. Remember that story?
1: Yes. Um, I started what really opened up my eyes was everything that's been happening with the black lives movement. And um It was actually very disturbing to me because i was like why do they keep pushing this racism this racial war that's happening and they keep trying to make us see the same images over and over again so i started really looking into it because i mean of course i'm at home i have nothing but time on my hands and i just started going through information and Before I actually got a part of the group, when Trump first came into office, this is when I became more aware of what Hillary was trying to do, and I was like, oh, I don't want to get involved with politics, but the more things that was happening, the more things I started opening up my eyes, and it was actually the Black Lives Movement that made me think like, well, wait a minute, like, this is not making sense. if they really care about black lives, they would go about things in a different way. And I said, well, who's behind this? And I realized it was a Democrat. And I was like, this makes sense. They're not for the people. They're not for black people at all. And they want us to be in this consistent um, fight. And we have to be looking like we're oppressed. And, and oh my God, we can't do anything with our life because The white man is against us. And it's just, I just find that we just, we're so quick to blame white communities and not take accountability for our own actions. So that was what really made me like say, you know what, let me look to see if it's actually black conservatives. Cause I was just, I honestly was like, I just don't want to be a part of that. And so when I hashtag black conservatives, that's when I see one of the members of the walkaway group. And I was like, Oh my God, there's a whole group of people who are, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yep. and I was like, I have to post, I have to be a part of this group. And, you know, after following Kenneth Owens and Blexon, and all these things, I was like, I have to be a part of this. I need to be a part of this. And that's how I got started. Cause I was just like, Honestly, it was the Black Lives movement that got me thinking. It was like, it's, nothing, it's something that's not adding up right now. And I, I wasn't feeling the type of energy to want to fight, per se. I was like, why do I need to fight? I'm, I just, for what? Because I'm Black? Like, it, it wasn't making sense. So, yeah,
0: this is why. That's it. Well, I am glad that you did. I'm glad that you posted your story there because, you know, mm-hmm. you're not on your own with your situation and there are many of us around the world that, you know, face, you know, similar situations that, that you do, you know, you're not on your own, never feel that you are alone with these things. So how about you um, tell our listeners, tell me, tell me about yourself. Let's is Milo Joseph.
1: um i'm it's funny i'm actually i'm canadian i was raised in texas our family moved down to texas because my mom's in in the medical field and um we moved to texas when i was 10 and we stayed there basically my whole life i moved back up to canada just recently so i could finish school and because i'm canadian i could actually gets benefits of going to school out here so um they really do look out for their canadians and i was like you know what let me just get myself in school and i do want to move back to texas to be honest i do want to move back to the states um i was just i don't know it's a lot of people every time i tell people out here that i'm from texas they automatically assume that i grew up with racist and oh my God, how did you do it? And wow, because my parents are completely against Trump, 100%. And when I voiced my opinion, when he first was getting enrolled, they were so upset with me. They were just like, how could you vote for this man? He's he's a racist, he's, you know, how could you do that? I was just like, mom, he's proud of his race and i think there's nothing wrong with him to be proud of his race just like i'm proud of my race i'm proud that i'm black so and they just were just so against it and january was actually the cutoff point where my parents blocked me on every account they whatsapp facebook and i cannot get a hold of them and i was just like wow and it was just like oh yeah we just can't we just think that you were the bottom dweller. They just called me all type of names. My and I was just like, Wow, friends, you know, people who I've known for a long time. So
0: Milo, that's and I just really
1: had to Yeah. It's yeah. Horrible. Yeah. I just had to uh trust me. You would never think that, but my friends are cutthroat. Um my background Haitian. So they if they have a certain belief, doesn't matter what it is, and they're stuck on that belief doesn't matter who it is my mom would cut off her own brother anybody who's who's against her belief and my dad's the same way so when they realized that i was on that you know mindset they're just like no and i was always a different one out of my family and the only girl out of two brothers so i'm the middle child and i was always i always thought outside the box i was always like i question everything as a child I questioned Jesus, Jesus' appearance. I'm like, does it make sense that he's white? I questioned a lot of things growing up. I never, you know, I became a vegan. That was another war between my parents. Like, oh, we didn't raise you to be vegan. We didn't raise you to be a Trump supporter. We didn't raise you to be this way. We didn't raise you to be rebellious. We didn't raise, so I was just, you know, I was just that, that child that they were just like, uh uh-uh. uh.
0: It, yeah. it, it's it's really sad to hear. I mean, uh, you know, I feel it here in Australia too that, uh, you know, when I, you know, first discovered, you know, Donald Trump, you know, running for president, I, I wasn't too big on American politics myself at the time. This is 2016. And I started looking into it. I kept hearing about Donald Trump, ra- racist, all of these things. But the one thing that, you know, stood out to me was none of the things that they pointed at as being racist, things actually passed the test of actually being racist um i just felt that this was just the media spin on things that you know this this orange man bad was what's what we always keep hearing about donald trump but um and and and, you know i i've kept an open mind i feel and you know i i haven't to this date haven't seen anything that would tell me that donald trump is this bad racist person so um yeah and, and we you know being uh being a supporter of donald trump you know as you've experienced we do face repercussions from people it's almost as if we have to be ashamed to to support uh someone who has been lawfully elected and have this and hold the same values as this person uh Mm -hmm. you know that we hear about the cancel culture people losing their jobs people losing family people losing friends that comes all under that banner i would say of that cancel culture uh it's, you know, it's not as if, uh, you know, a handful of people voted for Donald Trump. I mean, we have a large amount of people, enough that got him voted into, the, into power. So, yeah, we're not on our own, that's for sure. So, mm-hmm. you know, growing up in, in, and living in Texas, you said that you'd only, you know, moved back to Canada recently. So, you know, living, you know, a lot of your life in Texas, uh, what sort of experiences did you have there?
1: I love Texas. I love Texas. I mean, I mean, I I love it. I love it. I was living in Dallas. Um, It's a multicultural out there, but um, I just find that people are nicer, like, in Texas. When they say Southern hospitality, that's real. That Southern hospitality is real. I've never um, needed an Uber when i was living down there i never needed any of that i wouldn't be able to get to one place to another without somebody nice enough to offer because it was hot sometimes people are like do you need a ride do you do you need to get somewhere and i have gotten in over i don't i can't even tell you the, the amount of cars that i got into where nothing has ever happened to me people were genuinely was just trying to be helpful and just like yeah i'll get you to your destination so It's a different energy. And maybe because it's warmer out there, people are more happier. But in Canada, it's not the same. Like, the thing about with Texas, if somebody is racist out there, they're more open. They'll just, hey, you know, they're not trying to hide it. Versus in Canada, they hide it. They try to act like they're not racist when really a lot of them tend to be. A lot of them do tend to be, like, undercover racist versus... And... um in canada texas where i feel more comfortable with somebody who's shows me who they are versus them trying to act like they're not like that and then when something happens oh you da, 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 you know and it's like oh wait a minute that's how you really feel ah, you know so <laughs> um yeah i've gotten i experienced racism out here in canada wow you know and um it's diverse it's very diverse out here but you know, I think people, even the the way they treat women out here is different. Like, um, you know, like they won't, men won't offer you a seat if they see if they see you standing up. Versus when I was in Texas, that's the first thing they're doing if they see a woman come in and he's sitting down, he's getting up and offering his seat to her. Out here, you do not see that. I mean, it's almost embarrassing because women would rather stand up than a, if a man is trying to offer her a seat, he will just she would just be recline it, you know. And um, I mean, decline it. Yeah. Not recline it. Decline it. And there's just it got to the point where men don't even stand up anymore. They will sit down and they'll just look look you up and down. And I don't know. That's that was my experience living out here. It's not. Like, mind you, they do take care of their people, but the people in North America and Canada, because of the cold and the weather, I just find the climate, people's moods change. When it's hot and nice, people are a little bit nicer, but once fall hits, it's yes. like yeah you know it's yeah. interesting
0: you say that, I mean, even as far away as us in Australia, so we have hotter parts of Australia and colder parts. I unfortunately live in one of the colder parts in Melbourne, um, but in northern Australia, up in Queensland, yeah, it is hotter, and yeah, I've always felt the same thing um, Queensland uh, in Australia, just to give you an understanding, um, it would be considered in a way like texas uh, it's where the the people there are what you would consider you know the equivalent of republican voters for australia it's a nice hot climate um very rural a lot of it um but beautiful friendly people i've found um so Mm -hmm. similar thing maybe it's the climate maybe it's the people maybe it's a combination of both who knows (laughs) um Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah now you know, living in, you know, uh Texas, you know, being a Trump supporter and you know, you, you know, you've told me how it's it's impacted your life, your your family uh relationships. We spoke on the phone before and uh you know, you told me that um you know your parents taught you about politics from a young age and um and and then yeah. yeah, do you want to tell me a bit about that?
1: Yeah, they um they were always I grew up supporting clinton grew up supporting um even though clinton lied how many times grew up supporting obama who also lied um and it's like my parents don't see it and it's like they're so blinded by it and you know it's like i had i kind of had to think the way they did just so i would be in peace terms with them so I, I didn't really oppose what they thought. So I just went along with it. And I was like, okay, well, yes, let's go, Obama. Of course, everyone's excited, especially as a black person. You think like, oh, my God, this black man's in office. He's going to do change. He's That was his whole slogan, change. And he didn't do anything. <laughs> he didn't do anything. If anything, he made things worse. And um, my parents are both like, you know, looking at me like, and I just wanted to say to them, like, I'm sorry, mom. I I think Trump's a better president. Like, Hillary was was trying to start a war. Like, come on. Like, and I'm I'm here actually seeing this, and I feel because I'm you know oh, I'm their child, and they just see me as like, oh yeah, whatever. You know. Um, I think that's why they just kind of discredit it. So when I finally did find my voice, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be open about my support with Trump. If somebody doesn't like it, that's fine. I mean, I don't just go around people just like, because I still have a lot of friends who are like against it. But if they were to ask me, I would say, well, no, I, I'm going for Trump. And they'll be like, oh, like I put up a status just, just yesterday. And no, two days ago. And one of my friends was like, oh, my God, why? And I was like, well, why not? And we had our own little debate. And she was like, I don't see this. I don't see that, this and that. And she had her points, but I was just like, I'm still going for Trump. Yep. I'm just still going for him. And I I just, I will continue to go for him because he's a good president. And he I, yeah. actually does care for America. Like he cares for what's happening around. And, you know, people don't realize like it's, it's just, and I think him being like, on the conservative side, I just felt more attracted attractive to conservative party, conservative. And <laughs> sort exactly. Of so, you know,
0: that's around. right. You know, we have the conservatives, you know, or the Republican Party. Now, we can look at it two ways. You can either say that the values are, and the policies of the Republic, Republican Party align with myself, or you can say that my values and my beliefs align with their mantra. You can look at it yeah. both ways, you know. So, and the way hey, the one thing that I think about Trump is, yes, I agree with you, hundred percent. He's been a fantastic president. Donald Trump wasn't a politician coming into this. Exactly. Before. You know, he's a he's a businessman, and we've always. I'm going to say that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, all, all, you know, as long as I've grown up and and followed politics. You know, it's always been looking at politicians and hearing politicians give the same old tired answers. uh, You know, trying to be as diplomatic as possible. And, and yeah, you know, I can't exactly say that the world has improved a hell of a lot. You know, since I've you know since I've been alive. But in the last four years, having Trump as the president, who was not a politician but he's a businessman, he's achieved he's great logically logically exactly. yeah. i mean when you know he's brought jobs back to america he's improved the economy the, the jobs for black unemployment you know hispanic unemployment females he's you know improved this to under 5% or 4% which obama said you know couldn't be done unless you wave a magic wand mm-hmm. i i recall when obama first got in in 2008 that it, it was it was this landmark thing we've got a, a black president and you know, and hey, probably for me at the time, I would have considered myself, you know, someone who was like, that, "That's fantastic! This is great," you know, mm-hmm. um, and that, you know, hey, this is going to do wonders for racism in America and all over the world.
1: I agree. I agree.
0: But but did it? I don't. I don't. Rec- I don't think that uh, this issue of racism that has been we've been told is just this major issue,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but. You know, you had Obama as a president and, you know, did he fix any of these major issues? If there were any, I I actually, you know, what's your feeling? Do you think the racism is as bad as we're told, as we're led to believe in America?
1: Um, Racism is there. Yes, it is there. But I feel like they highlight it so much to the point where it's like, um, you you question it. You question the motives. It's like it's like if there's a commercial and it keeps talking about... The, like, for example, Beyond Burger was something that they kept pushing, pushing, pushing. And you start wondering, why do they keep pushing this? You know, until you actually do your little investigation. And you see... And that's for me, not to knock it, but they're not the healthiest ingredients in it. You know? So... I was thinking, like, why do they keep pushing this, this black, um, you know, racism and that we're oppressed and this and that, like, it keeps us down. It keeps us in a state of like, we can't get any better and we'll stay stagnant. And then it doesn't make any sense because, um, mind you, I've, I experienced racism in us. Yes, I have. Um, of course I have, you know, but, um, most of the officers that I encountered, majority of the officers I encountered that were white males, have treated me very good and actually helped me. And even the ones here in Canada, like some of them are like, I've came across like OPPs, OPPs like the highest uh, ranking officers. And I've had good experiences with um white in the office, if there was racist ones, it was probably like one or two out of 20, you know, and so I just haven't had that experience like that, you know, and I just find that um, if we look for something negative, we will attract it. It's it's very easy to to attract something that you don't want in your life. You're like, oh my god, I don't want this, and then you see more of it. So... Yes.
0: That's right. I find
1: that they're not, they're not, yeah, they're not pushing positivity. They're not pushing the peace part where there's actually black men and white officers hugging each other. They're not showing that, you know?
0: No, that's right. And, and you know, with what you said about, you know, uh, the, the way that uh, the Democrats and, and the left make, you know, black people feel as if that they are oppressed and they are a victim um, mm-hmm. and that, and that and, you know, that they're the ones who can save you and and yeah you know, end all yeah. this racism now you know I, I as you said i i i disagree with that i mean you know it, it's it's basically saying that you know a black person is not going to be as good as a, a white person that you know exactly. you, you need our help to succeed you're going to need our help yeah. to achieve anything well, that's not true at all i mean it's exactly we, we we see very successful um, black people in America, Canada, all around the world um, mm-hmm. who have been, you know, basketball players, football players, musicians, businessmen, businessmen mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. They can yeah. achieve all of these things. So, you know, if if there was this systemic racism, as we're told, then that just wouldn't occur then, would it?
1: No, it wouldn't exactly. We would a uh... So that's also a great point. And I think we just need to see more positivity and we need to be um, like, I think people are miserable right now with this whole quarantine. And I think they're just looking for something to do. So when that happened, it was like, yes, they're already frustrated staying indoors. So they, they wanted to lash out. And I think everybody forgot about that. It wasn't a problem when social distance came around when everyone's out protesting they just wanted to be outside they just wanted to be engaged they wanted to you know and and it's easier to come together when you're angry yeah. than yeah. a bunch of love rallies. you don't see love rallies anymore not it's rare that you see protests where they're throwing flowers and saying i love you and giving hugs it's like what happened there's i think there's an amendment where it talks about if you're going to host a protest that has to be in a peaceful way and yeah and it's not in a peaceful way so i don't see how that benefits us
0: i agree black people. that's right i totally agree with you but uh yeah it it seems as if you know um the, it seems as if the love that we used to have in this world and the love we used to have for for everyone it seems that you know over time i feel like it's slowly diminished and people are angrier at each other there's not as much love and uh for me personally uh I accept anyone you know no matter what their beliefs are no matter what they look like I, and I'm sure you're the same Malu yeah so we believe that but uh you know I feel as if um the opposite does the the same isn't given back to us as republicans or trump supporters that if someone on the left you know realizes that you or I, you know, believe in Donald Trump or support Donald Trump, then, you know, we are met with uh, anger, you know, name-calling, um, you name it, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with regards to a I know you're in Canada, but you're a lot closer to the things over there than I am. I'm in Australia. So with these riots that have happened all because of the George Floyd um, incident, you know what do you think about how that has just evolved into what it is now what 's your take on that
1: um, me personally i don 't think uh, black women should be fighting. I feel that uh, we should stay home. I feel that they 're using us as human shields to fight battles for black men and i don't and I find that it 's a distraction um. I find that we don't need any more angry black women. And then they want to use that to trigger us into fighting and um, getting so angry. And they're using children, little black girls. And um, it's getting to that point where I'm just like, oh my God, like this is what they're pushing. They're pushing us. And it breaks up homes. It really does because I find that women can't be women anymore. And they're so angry and they're so masculine. And then it, it that whole situation happening is just fuel to get them to find something to do. I, once again, and, um, to try to fight a fight that has nothing to do with them. And I just find that this is the part, this is the time where we just sit back, let men do the fighting. I don't think a woman should risk herself going out there, you know, because of the situation when it doesn't apply to her. It really doesn't. Like, I think there's easier things we can do to protest in a peaceful way, you know, maybe signing petition or something, but to go out and fight, I just, I'm I disagree with that and I don't I don't find that it, it does anything. I just
0: so, yeah, so when you say for the men to fight, you you don't mean in a physical violence sort of way, do you?
1: I don't I don't even like being around angry people. I don't like it just keep it I actually tense up. My body gets very like anxiety, I just do not like it. Like I will stay home. I've been staying home. I have not gone out. Um, even online when I see people who are trying to argue with me about my viewpoints. Yep. My finger, my delete and block finger is very heavy. Oh, <laughs> <So> yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> I have no problem. I don't argue. I just I just don't. Even yep. same thing, I'm you know, <laughs> just like, uh, not me and not today.
0: that's right sometimes not worth getting into it you know (laughs) you know with these the riots that are happening and and you know men women are are, you know protesting and it's turned into a riot we've seen the looting we've seen the, the the vision of the buildings being burnt down police cars being torched bashings people have been killed why has it turned that way and is that the right way for to get your message across
1: to, to be honest, to be honest, I actually haven't watched any of those things. Um, if it has popped up, it was because it was on Facebook. I don't watch the news. I don't even have cable. So, um, like, anything that has happened outside has been through social media. Um, but I don't sit down and watch the news and say, oh, my God, look what happened. I, I don't. I can't tell you the last time I watched news. I can't. I,
0: you know just, what? You're probably doing a good thing because there hasn't been a lot of good news lately. So I wish I was like you. <laughs> I love watching <laughs> the news, probably watch it too much. So, all right. <laughs> now, yeah, you live in Toronto in Canada. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now tell me a bit about Canada. I look, I did a little bit of research prior to talking to you um, about, you know, the Toronto and what's it like to live there you know I, I, I could see according to Wikipedia by the way that um, you know it's got one of the lowest crime rates in Northern America um, where you are lowest you know homicide um, robberies all those t- types of things why do you think that is
1: um, I find because Canada and I just said this conversations when you brought it up the police out here in Toronto are very diverse very diverse. And we grew up in a very multicultural city. You will see you you barely see white people. It's either Indian, Asian, Black, Spanish, every other race or culture before white people. And I think because of that, the diverse culture, I find that um a lot of us just grow up together and it's it's we kind of combat that stereotype it's very rare that you would hear a cop shooting somebody out here in toronto or killing or something like that um i'm not saying it doesn't happen but you just don't see it it's not constant that that the way it is in the u.s and i find that in u.s they you know portray that a lot more um but in canada I find because the officers are diverse. Even just a set of officers I seen the other day, it was uh an Asian and two Indian cops, you know, officers. And I was talking to them about it and I said, I find that out here is different because you guys grow up with like, you know, a whole squad is different. And they agreed. It's like, yeah, it's true. Like, there's a whole, even us, there's like, we are so different. So I find if there is white officers, they are more understanding in that sense because they grew up with every race of different officers, black, white, Spanish, and they all grew up with that. So it's like, they're be—they're more quick to be like, wait a minute, what's going on? they try trying to fuse the situation um, more so. I just find I have more patience in that sense out here, um, the officers versus the states. That's just from what I see, because like I said, you don't really see it in the news out here cops shooting down people. You just don't see it. Like that's why I find Toronto, um I mean if if anything the, the the black people that are dying is from other black people. That's you know, so it's not by cops. It's not by cops. Yeah.
0: Um you know Justin Trudeau, he's the
1: He's the Prime Minister. He's yeah. he's like not many people like him. Do you? I don't really pay attention to him. Yep. <laughs> like he's done a couple of black faces. That's all I heard.
0: Yeah. You know? yeah.
1: Um, part of the liberal party. So, yeah. um, but to be honest, I've never really paid attention to him. Um, I, I, yeah, so it's hard. For, I can't really say I don't. Yeah.
0: That's all right. Yeah. All right. Now here's what I like to do at the end of uh, interviews with people. If mm. now my Let's presume that the whole world is going to hear this podcast. I doubt it very much, but let's say they did. And if you could send a message out to the entire world in under two minutes, what would you say to everyone?
1: I just find that we just need to uh, have better use of our time. Um, I feel that that's the one thing we can't ever get back. And I find that if we use our time to to be more grateful and to appreciate life more, and to actually take account of the world that we live in, I find that we could be in a better place. When a woman or a man is in a a place of negativity, it breaks down their immune system, it breaks down their cells. They're constantly worried, they're constantly in fear, they're constantly angry, and it doesn't help us. I find that we just need to just look at ways to give thanks like we live in a world where we could, we have the sunlight, the water, the air. I, every day I wake up, before my foot hits the ground, I give thanks. I am grateful I can see, I can speak, I can hear, I can walk, I can talk. I am grateful. And I think if we live in the attitude, of gratitude, we will see how beautiful this world actually is and the people around us. And I just feel like we just just do that more often, Just be more thankful. Be mindful. You know, we don't have to be so angry all the time. Black, white, Asian, Spanish, no matter what race you are, find ways to be more grateful. Live life, humbly.
0: Yeah. I think that's beautiful, Malu. Thank you. All right. So that's where we'll end it. So um, where can people find you? If they want to find you on social media, if anyone wants to contact you.
1: Yes. So I do... Um, have my own YouTube channel. It's under Milu Divine, M-I-L-O-U-D-I-V-Y-N-E. Um, also, my Facebook page is the same. My Instagram page is the same. And as well as my Twitter is the same. So you can follow me on there. Um, definitely be glad to have you guys. And yeah.
0: <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, thank you very much, Milu. You're welcome. Um, really appreciate your time. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Everyone, I, uh, I do I recommend you uh, get on social media, find Milu. She's a lovely lady. Um, I, I think that, you know, if you find her story, I'll even post her story on the, um, on the Facebook page, on bear the poke. I'll, I'll, um, I'll, you know, I'll include a, a screenshot of uh, Milu's story from the walk away campaign. It's, it's really nice. So um, we really appreciate that. Yeah. So thank you very much. That was really good. Thank you hey, for that. You. Yeah, that was great. Well, I hope you enjoyed that one guys. I, uh, as much as I did, I loved doing that. Uh, I love uh, sitting and interviewing people. It's, it's a really fun thing to do. Uh, Milo had such a great story to tell. Uh, I think she's to- told it really, really well. So if you need to find her, you can find the links to her Facebook page and YouTube and Twitter on bear the poke, podcast. Have a look, and if you want to follow her Facebook page, uh, I do encourage that. She's definitely a unique person, one that I'll never forget. Uh, Anyway guys, if you like the show, feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, five stars if you would, and uh, like the Facebook page, and if you've got any uh, comments, if you've got any feedback that you want to give me, that'd be great. Uh, I'm still working on trying to get Google Podcasts to accept an RSS feed. I'm still learning about all this, what an RSS feed is. It's, uh, I'm not that the most tech-savvy guy in the world, but I uh, might get my partner to assist me with that one. Other than that, guys, I hope you do have a good week, whatever it is that you're doing, and I will see you next week on Bear the Poke. Bye!